Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Good evening, dear friends. You are welcome to another edition of Jesus is the Answer with Kathy Ekakunenjingum. I am an ambassador of Christ Jesus and I am your host. You are welcome. How are you all doing? Hope you are fine. Thank you for tuning in. You are welcome. God bless you all. God bless you. Share it with somebody. And they will be blessed as you are blessed as well. Okay. Before we dive into today's message, let's welcome the Holy Spirit. Let's welcome Abba Father. Let's welcome Jesus. Let me reduce it a bit. Father, you are the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, the mighty man in battle. We thank you, Holy Spirit. Father, Lord, come and take over this session, O Lord Jesus. Speak through me, less of me and more of you, Father. We glorify your holy name. We thank you, Lord, for all that you do. We thank you for provision. We thank you for protection. We thank you for your grace and your mercy, Father, Lord. As I soak all those who are out there listening to me right now, those who listen to this message later, I soak them with your precious blood, blood of Jesus. I soak myself with your precious blood, blood of Jesus. The equipment that I'm using, I cover them all with your precious blood, blood of Jesus. Father, take total control of this entire environment. Fill this place with your angels, O Lord Jesus. Make a huge fence of the Holy Ghost fire around this building. In Jesus' mighty name I've prayed. Amen. Amen and amen. You are welcome. Thank you for tuning in. Those of you who are always listening to my messages, may God bless you. May He grant you your heart desire according to His will for you. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. That is prayer right there. Receive it with faith and it is done. Amen. Share it. Invite someone to listen. Share it with your friends, your colleagues, your neighbors, your family members, and they will be blessed. You're welcome. So today's message is get to know Jesus and the subtopic is repentance. I'm on uh, an assignment, a seven days assignment to preach repentance and today is my day four. Right? God loves us so much and he doesn't want us to perish. That's why from time to time, from time immemorial, his servants has been they have been preaching repentance that has been the gospel of christ jesus even when christ came that's what he has been preaching repentance he said he's going to prepare a place for us and he will come back to take us along and coming back to take us along only those who are saved will make heaven those who are whole those who he will come and meet them living a life pleasing to him and his father alone will make heaven that's why he's giving us time he's keep sending he keep on sending his message his um uh, um what's it called men of god women of god representative to tell us to echo it and i'm also here echoing it that we should all repent turn away from our sinful ways and accept jesus christ confess your sin repent embrace him and accept him as your personal lord and savior Accept him as your personal Lord and Savior and you'll be safe. God doesn't want anyone to perish. He loves us so much. He doesn't want us to perish. So he's calling you today 
to come if you listen to this message harden not your heart come to christ today before it's too late i don't know whatever you're seeking out there whatever you're seeking out there be it money business opportunity job opportunities or contract jesus can give you and give you a better one you don't need to submit to man you don't need to do the things that men will want you to do just to please them because you want to get favor from them all you need to do is confess christ accept him and he will pave way jesus will put it in the heart of people to lead you he will lay it in the heart of people rather to help you You will even receive a phone call. They will say, we have granted you that job. You will be like, I didn't apply. They say, no, we have your documents here. They will receive you to us. Jesus will send angels to do it for you. There is nothing he can do. All he needs is for you to for- come, confess him. Confess your sins. Repent of them. Rededicate your life to him. And he will accept you just the way you are come just the way you are don't think you are too dirty there is no sin that you have committed that god cannot forget forgive you rather there is no sin that you have committed that jesus will not forgive that sin and start a new page with you all over all you need to do is for you to make up your mind no one will do this for you you have to stand on your grounds and say enough is enough i'm tired of pleasing the devil i'm tired of working for satan of doing because when you commit sin doing all of those things you are glorifying him for example sexual sin that's not the only sin but let me give this simple example our body is the temple of the lord if you are not married and you are committing sexual sin what do you think you are doing you are hurting god and devil likes that and at the same time glorifying him promoting him each time you tell her he's happy he hurts christ it hurts him we can't even remember all the sins the lies and some people will be like oh it's small lie there's nothing like small lie there's nothing like big lie Sorry, I had to yawn. I'm so tired. There's nothing like small and big lie. Lie is lie. Sin is sin. Repent. What I had in my spirit was that it was tell them to repent that Jesus is coming soon. You will have been hearing this now. When is he coming? I beg they should leave people. They're just faking. Okay, let's assume that is fake. Is it a bad thing to tell you to stay holy, to tell you not to sin? Can't you see it? Can't you see? That's what the devil is whispering in your ears. I ah, forget that thing. Live your life. Don't forgive them. Why Jesus is telling you in the other ear, your sin and angel is whispering to you, forgive your sister, forgive your brother, forgive your friend. The devil is on the other side. Don't forgive. Imagine what they did. How they humiliated you. They insulted you. They did this building anger inside of you and if you say oh there's no heaven and something happens you die and you stand in front of god realize yourself oh my god you live in regrets but then it's too late so why not embrace it now even if you say it's lies at least they are telling you lies to live good to do something good for your own self and this is the best joke ever 
If they can be joking with a thing like this, then you know there's no there's heaven, whereas there is no heaven, there's no hell. And here to live with at peace with every man, you forgive people who've hurt you, all the lies and everything. You go before God, He conf- you confess, and God say, okay, I've accepted. Live your life. Is it a bad thing? I've cancelled all those ones. I'm starting afresh with you again. Isn't it a thing of joy? That's a thing of joy. I want us to take a minute and reflect that if something happened to you like right now, where you are, we hear a situation like that, that somebody was fine, the next minute they're saying something else. There is something where to happen with you right now. Where do you think you are going? Let's pause for a minute and reflect at ourselves if we are sure we are going to meet God, if we will make heaven. Oh God, we fail, for, we, we fail to understand one thing. Jesus loves us so much that he came not to condemn us, but to give us life and give us more abundance. He's the thief. John 10, 10 says, the thief cometh to do what? To kill, to steal, and to destroy. Why Jesus said he has come to give us life and make sure we have it more abundantly. The devil will be there condemning you. Look at you. You are here. Is it not you who committed adultery the other day? Is it not you who committed fornication last year? You are talking. When people are talking, you are also talking. Is it not you last week whom they asked for favor and you refused? And you are claiming here that and you are a Christian. Look at you. That's all. Nobody. God will never forgive you for that. That's what the devil will say. He'll be accusing you. He's accuser of the brethren. He'll be accusing you, making you to feel bad guilt, and at the same time, that will lead to anger, and everything inside of you will just want to to do something. As you are getting angry, you are opening you are opening doors for him to come in, to sit, and keep manipulating you. Whereas if you go to Christ Jesus, who has not come to condemn us, but to make sure that He lead us, He guide us. To the right path, so we might have life and have it more abundantly. He will say, "Your do- my daughter, my son, your sins have been forgiven. Go and sin no more." He said, "He has not come to condemn us, but to lead us to the Father." When this woman was caught in the very act of committing adultery. They brought her where Jesus was preaching and they were accusing her. They told told Jesus that they caught her in the very act of adultery. Jesus said nothing. He was very quiet and he he began to write on the ground with his hands. And when they were saying, no, we caught her in the act and her punishment is to stone her to death. Jesus told them, you see, the one amongst you who knows has not seen let that one be the first to cast the stone. 
What happened? They all dropped their stones and they left. And Jesus turned to the woman and said, Are your accuser gone? The lady said, Yes. And they didn't condemn you. Say, No, they didn't condemn me. Jesus said, Me too, I will not condemn you. I will not condemn you because that's not why I came. I came to show you the way because he is the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through him. Jesus will meet you in a situation like this. Remember, he told the, 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 the teachers of the Lord that he has not come for the righteous. They were like, you are always eating with these tax collectors and sinners. He said, I didn't come for you people. Who, those of you who think you are right, you are, you are righteous, you are fine. I did not come for you people. These are the people I came for, the sinners. And he has not come to condemn them, but to show them the way so that they will make heaven. At the end of the day, they will go back to the Father. He will rebuke you and tell you, no, what you are doing is not right. Like he told this lady, he said, go and see no more. He said, I will not condemn you, but go and see no more. The Bible did not say everything. I'm sure he taught this woman a lesson. Like he will explain the implication of it. If she continue committing this, if you die, you go to hell. Or look at these people. Hadim Bia was not yet they would have stoned you. You never have time to repent. You go to hell. The pains you will feel it and then you will still go to hell. So as you are going, go and sin no more. Don't do it again. Do you think this woman will... will at the, she was at the verge to die. Those people came ready to kill her with stones. You think she will go and sin again? She will go and live a holy life. She will be like, Father, thank you that your son came through for me. The same way he is calling us today, that we should come back. He is there. He is standing right at the door, knocking. Even with the lady, the, the Samaritan woman at the well, when Jesus met this woman and told her, go and call your husband, the woman was like, no, I don't have a husband. Jesus said, yes, you are right. You have been with five men and this is the seat one and you are not married. To, you didn't marry any of them. And even this one, the woman was like, how did you know? This man, you must be a prophet. And Jesus revealed himself to her. But Jesus did not condemn her. Do you know that this woman, at the end of the day, this woman became an evangelist? Oh, yes. That's what happened when you come back to Christ. He will make use of you. Look at me. I was in the way doing all this nonsense thing, thinking I'm living life, snobbing people, feeling myself like I'm too important, going to parties, keeping malice with people. But when he heard my cry, his grace found me and changed my life 360 degree. I'm now useful. I'm now praying, leading people to Christ, telling people about Jesus. That's what happens when you come to him. He will fix your life and he will give meaning to your life. I never thought I was going to be an author. He, he has added meaning, value to my life. I'm an author. I'm not a woman of God. Beside all of these things, he has saved my own soul. Because I'm very conscious. Like, I ask myself, like, almost every minute or like, so, Father... Is there anything I've done? At times I'll just be thankful. I'll just start thanking him. Looking from where he's, he brought me from. I was in the world. Looking at where he brought me from. 
I was wasting in the world, thinking I was living life. It, if anything had happened then, that would have been it. He brought me out of it. His grace found me, brought me out of it, washed me, clothed me. He has given me meaning to live again, a uh, uh, meaning to my life. He has made my life meaningful and reason to live again and reason to want to praise him every day. I was wasting in the world. I was full with bitterness, anger, hatred, unforgiveness. There was no life. Forming cliques with people. I'm not talking with this one. I'm talking with this one. This one is not my friend. This one said, this one said, you said, said, nonsense. You're wasting time. Come to Christ and he will change your life. Look at the Samaritan woman. Jesus forgave her. Jesus did not judge her. Jesus told her, yes. Is it not the same? This is something I preached yesterday. I said, when they were accusing him, they said, oh, you're making friends with the, the, uh, the, the tax collector. You are eating with them. What did I say yesterday? I said, at times you don't need to, to, to take a microphone and be shouting from a distance, telling people to repent. At times it's good for you to create relationship with people. Go closer to them. And then you preach repentance to them. Get to know them. Don't just assume. That's what we do. We assume that everybody must have heard about Christ Jesus. So it's normal for them to, to come back to him. No, there's some people who've never heard of him. There are others who've heard, but they, they misinterpret the, the, the gospel of Christ Jesus or who he is. So when you who know better, you go closer to these people. You start to reveal things to them, start telling them, unveiling it bit by bit. And they'll see they'll be like, oh my God, really? Is this how this Jesus is? No, but that's not what you say. No, that's how he is. They'll be like, no, that's not what I heard. I think there are times that you need to be, you know, Talking to people to repent from a distance. There's time that I have to go closer to them. Accept them for who they are. And you know it's a gradual process. They will change with time. So I've come out here today. My dear brother, my dear sister, my dear friend. That's you listen to me. Hardly not your heart. Repent and come back to Christ Jesus. He loves you so much. He doesn't want you to perish. He doesn't want you to perish. And he wants you to make heaven. He wants at the end you go back to your father. He wants that you go back to your father at the end of the day. Please. There is nothing out there. The world will only give you heartache, disappointment. That's what you get from the world. Heartache, disappointment, bitterness, grudges, unforgiveness. The way people treat you, you only want to revenge. The enemy will be telling you, revenge, do this, do that. Which is not good. Vengeance is of the Lord. Take everything to him in prayers.
As you've listened to me, if you are ready to make peace and to come back to your father, you take out time one minute, ask him to forgive you, confess your sins, ask him to forgive them, you, to forgive you of your sins. You can't recall all of your sins. Just say, Father, help me. The ones I cannot recall, the ones I can recall, the ones I committed intentionally and unintentionally, forgive me of them. Cleanse me, O oh Father, Lord Jesus. And he will do it. So if you are ready, let's say the salvation prayer. I assume now by now, you are ready. Right? Father Lord, I come into your presence as a sinner. I confess all my sins. Please forgive me. I did not know any better. I promise not to go back to my old ways. I believe that Jesus Christ came and died for me on the cross of Calvary so that my sins can be wiped away. I accept Jesus Christ as my Lord and personal Savior. Be the Lord over my life. I promise to save you forever and ever. In Jesus' name, Amen. 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 If you said that prayer, put your hand on your chest. Say, I am born again and be filled with the Holy Spirit. May the love of God fill your heart. You are not safe. You are not a new creature. All things have passed away. You are now new in God's eye. He has opened a new page with you. A new chapter in your life. Watch how God will turn your life 360 degree. If only you seek him diligently with one heart God will do it for you He will do it for you Okay Go out, spread love, share love Be nice to people Be kind to people Remain blessed Don't joke with your, your, your salvation. No one will do this for you. No one will do this for you. You have a wonderful night. Bye-bye.